in a world where corporate investigations don't go through and other stuff happens like next gen gaming you got neon pocket dimension podcast this is a weekly podcast a show where we talk all things nerdy and fun where you can nerd out on anything that you love whether that's bread burritos alcohol video games marvel uh whatever you want you know what i'm saying it's it's an inclusive place bread nerds bread nerds we had one on earlier it was uh, a couple weeks ago that was good times Uh, my my name is gage aka loop shot first on all the all the things uh i am joined just by by one person today it's uh our fearless leader and co-host of uh the neon pocket dimension podcast and odd valley uh it is uh jacob jones aka om jesus hello what hello what do i say into the mic can you tell me what i'm supposed to say Uh, to the mic uh, sorry, I, I took your stapler earlier. I'll, I'll make sure I get that back to you. Um, <laughs> How's it going, uh, man? Yeah, we're jo- jo- uh, Miguel. We're doing a different day. We had some we had some uh, some technical difficulties yeah. yesterday because Jacob fixed his computer and it kind of had mm. to do some stuff. I had a, some bullshit. But... I had a fucking meltdown. So it yeah, happened. All good. Yeah. You know, sometimes Mercury must be in retrograde or whatever they say. Mm. Um, Wait, which uh, some... which planet is Sagittarius? I mean, my gut says Saturn, but I could be you wrong. You might be right. That actually, Just no. Sag, Sat, I don't know. No, you're incorrect. It is... Uh-oh. Did it all crash? Did everything crash? Oh, no. You're all right. You're all right. You're all right. <laughs> it's fully broken, everyone. There it is. Oh, no, it's not um, showing. Cool. Um, yeah, Let's just stop the video on this one. Let's stop the video on that. There we go. We could do a video on one of them. Um, Yeah. It's Jupiter. That's right. It's Jupiter, baby. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my poor computer. Is is Jupiter in retrograde? I don't know. Um, It must have been. Something. Must have been. Something was in fuck fuck your grade. What would you say? Fuck your grade. Fuck your grade. Fuck your grade. Stalin. Stalingrad. Um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whoa i just word association Communism. it's a good podcasting technique um mm-hmm. what was i gonna say oh yeah so we had some technical difficulties and then we had to reschedule for a new day hence we don't have a miguel whoa. oh my god the light in my pot the light in my closet just went off that's weird one second um yeah and then sometimes you uh sometimes a ghost it. turns on a light it's motion it's motion censored, so that's why that happened. We um, could really see your pores for a second there, dude. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I need to clean. I need to do some face washing. Nah, I'm kidding. Uh, um, uh, it's all good. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, so we're dimension. here on a, we're here on a new day, just you and I talking talking some nerdy stuff. It's gonna be good. Yeah, getting getting wet, getting wild, and uh, apparently still cold over on your neck of the woods. There, it's like in the seventies yeah, I mean, here. It's, you know yeah, saying? it's been nice, but I mean, you know, temperate, a Pacific Northwest, you know. The Maiden Swallow is in a temperate zone. Coconuts are tropical. <laughs> um, by the way, I've thrown up in the chat. Drink check. I know you're not Woo-hoo! drinking anything too special, but. Whoa, but, uh, whoa, whoa, gotta, whoa, 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 whoa. 23 flavors right. is not special, sir. 23 <laughs> flavors. That's a lot of flavors. How Dr. dare I? You're Dr. Right. Dr. Pepper. Patented. Yeah. Good. Deep it's in the Library of Congress. 
Dr. Pepper? Mm. Like the yeah, recipe? The 20, yeah, the recipe, yeah. yeah. What about uh, all the 11 herbs and spices? KFC. Is that is that KFC? Yeah, I don't. I think that's is a that, secret, maybe. It, oh. Well, thanks. Thanks for nothing, Colonel. Thought you were. I don't know. American. I don't. I don't really eat. I don't really eat KFC to be honest. Um, there is was. That, is that blasphemy? Do you, you remember when I ate the double down for the podcast? That was kind of crazy. Oh yeah, that was wild. I don't recommend it. There, <laughs> fried chicken's all right. Uh, Popeyes yeah. is better. I agree. Mm-hmm. We usually start this podcast um, out with talking about food. I feel like. Isn't it funny? I, it's just mm. maybe it's because we do it like right around dinner time. It's just it's on our minds. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's because I don't eat. I don't eat before we do this. You know, I just have there lunch and then, and then that's it. Um, but anyways, I'm drinking a nice vodka soda, with a little lemon in it, feeling pretty good. Hell yeah, bro. Um, yes. But uh, what kind of vodka? Uh, Tito's. Kind oh, of my go-to. Tito's. You can barely taste it. That's what's perfect about it. Yeah, I mean, vodka um, for me is really just a, you know, maybe if I'm having a martini or something, I'll have something a little more flavorful, but that, but I kind of just like it to be neutral, you know? Yeah, no, I feel that. Um, I like Tito's, yeah. you know? It's, it's good. The, yeah. reason, the reason I'm not drinking at all tonight is um, tomorrow there's this beer zombie thing going on. That's a brewery here in Vegas. Um, they're oh, doing yeah. like a May the 4th event, Star Wars beer fest type of thing. Um, $50 ticket, cool. all you can drink. Um, and then you get to try a shit ton of beer. And so tomorrow I'm going to drink literally as much po- beer as I possibly can. Oh my God, there's a baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's baby can. Maya. Hey, there's a baby here. Yeah. Sorry. She just came to Hello, say hi. baby. Hi. hi, baby. Uh, you can go on mic if you want. Come say what up. Hi. This is Maya. This is Maya. Hi, yep, Maya. Yep. Hi, chilling. everyone. Did she just eat a bunch of food? She just ate a wow. bunch of food. I'm jealous. I want, I want some of that. Drunk. I'm sure that food's good. Speaking you know, of drink, Whatever check. food's going on over there. All right. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, <laughs> Zaddy Supreme. Well, that was cool. Here. That's Maya's, Maya's first official appearance other than like maybe mm. some little stream, back of the stream yeah, type of stuff. Yeah, I think she was on a str- she made an appearance on the stream Minecraft Legends when we couldn't get it to work. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's true that's true um, um so that's cool you're doing yeah. a big yeah a big star wars well, beer beer fest type of thing yeah yeah so it's my mission tomorrow to drink as many beers as i possibly can so friday's gonna be nice. rough uh we don't have odd valley still we're i think we're gonna have an episode at the end of may because we have a lot going on we're going out of town and stuff um cool. which by the way might not have a podcast one week uh coming up here but we'll talk about that uh, in the future um but yeah, we'll it, replace it with a stream or something it'd be cool yeah yeah or you can try running it it's who true. knows we'll see you, if, you, if you're if you're viewing from the future you know but we, i don't about know to, uh, i have no I'm idea. about to buy a new com- i'm about to buy a new computer well actually i'm no wow. my, my work is just giving me my work computer which is better than my current computer that i'm using so um it might be able to run it better we'll see moji squeeze in the chat said i'd like to have a side beer with my hockey we are getting trashed tomorrow so i'm debating see so right now i'm wearing my mm-hmm. golden knights uh t-shirt and i got the gold color in the background because the golden knights are playing right now oh, um nice. hopefully they win um what else i'm gonna say oh yeah it's also my co- my cousin's birthday 
uh, tomorrow. So, uh, and he's turning 21. And so a bunch of my wow. family's going too. So we're all going to go down there. And I'm going to get fucking blasted ass drunk. So excited for sounds that. Like a good, sounds like a great time to me. Yeah, totally. I was kind of tired all day. So Do- Dr. Peppers was calling my name tonight. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was also super tired. Maya didn't really sleep very much last night. So I was just like ultra caffeinated all day. So mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm drinking this nice little vodka soda so that after this, I'll just conk out. It'll be great. Oh, yeah. That'll be perfect for you. Um, um, so anyways, yeah, this is a, this is a show about nerdy things. This is Neon Pocket <laughs> Dimension. I, uh, you know, we're going to get into our titular, uh, vibe new, but, oh, one thing I just wanted to say as far as May the 4th goes, since it's tomorrow, um, yeah. I am going to Return of the Jedi, the re-release in, in theaters. Nice. Um, tomorrow. That's going to be fun. And it's at like one of those theaters where you, it's kind of like Alamo draft house where you drink beer and there's food and stuff. So that'll oh, be fun. Cool, dude. Good. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, us, me and Aishu and I and a couple of friends, we're going to uh, have the baby with the grandparents, and mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to go go to it. Yeah, it sounds like fun, man. So have a blast. Yeah. This is going to be a fun week. Just had to get Uh-oh. past yesterday and uh, all the bullshit that happened. Um, there it is. But feeling good tonight, uh, ready to talk about some dark stuff. Well, not really dark. Some dark stuff. Just well, re- you know, ready to get little... get into it, you know, and really chat mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. these gaming companies and what's been going on with all of them. Um, Seriously, but before but first, we do that, not to not to steal Damon's Damon's transition. Uh, that's Damon Hadfield. Uh, <laughs> it is time for our throw it up in the chat. Why do that stands for? Schwing. What you been nerding out on? Yeah. And uh, since I'm hosting this week, let's kick it to Jacob for for oh. a, a different a change and see see what you've been nerding out on. Hey, uh, what have been, what have I been nerding out on? Um, we'll start with the Gundam update. Let's, let's see them Gundam updates in chat too. Um, fi- I finished Iron Blooded Orphans. It's done. I'm complete. Uh, so that's another sh- uh, series down. I was going over my spreadsheet like a day or two ago. Uh, and like, I realized that I'm kind of running out of Gundam shows to watch. There is the new show, Witcher Mercury, which is running new episodes. So I'll get back on that. But like, where can you, where do you, where can you watch Witcher Mercury? If I'm, if I may ask, it's on Crunchyroll. It might be on another service as well. I think that, uh, Sunrise has their own streaming service. So that's the company Mm -hmm. that makes Gundam. Uh, I'm not sure about that exactly, but I know for a fact it is, uh, you know, as the new episodes come out, uh, they are airing on uh, Crunchyroll or whatever. They're available to oh. stream. So I could just jump on there and watch them. The things that yeah, I Yeah, still... because I'm thinking, I think I want to watch that show. It's, oh, yeah. Cool. You should definitely check it out. Yep. And it's pretty standalone is what I've been hearing. I mean, um, th- so a lot of Gundam shows are, like, if you wanted to just watch Iron-Blooded Orphans, jump in, watch it. Same thing with Double uh, O, same thing with Gundam Wing. A lot of these other series are like parallel universe Gundam shows, essentially. That you know, like you don't need to you don't need to watch any other show. But like, if we're talking the Universal Century, you got to start with the Grandpa Gundam show. Then you got to watch Zeta. Then you got to watch Double Zeta. Uh, then you got to watch uh, a few other ones. You know, uh, Hathaway's in there. Thunderbolts is in there. Fucking wow! On oh, and yeah. on and we've, on. We've yes. Exactly. That's why I did the Universal Century first, 
to knock out all of the like standard Gundam stuff, which it's great. It's great. I'd recommend everyone watch it, but you know, if you want to just dive into cool robot shit, the other shows that are not universal century, you can jump into. And I'm realizing that like I'm running out of those and there's it's slim pickings with like the next one I wanted to watch was turn a Gundam. And I know I need to watch Gundam seed eventually, but I always hear it's like not as good. So I'm kind of saving that one to just maybe half watch later. Um, but I, I, there's, I can't stream turn a anywhere. I can't watch victory Gundam anywhere. So now I'm just at the point where I'm just like, okay, whatever Gundam shows I can, I can watch through streaming and stuff. I'm going to, you know, knock those out. So now I started mobile fighter G Gundam, which is fucking bonkers. Um, I do need to watch the gunpla ones too. Like, uh, uh, mobile, uh, fuck. I can't remember. Uh, something build or I can't fucking remember. there's like a bunch of them but <laughs> there's something oh, yeah. so Gunpla is when people put like the models of Gundams together like yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. a friend of the show Panafin that guy he does it all the time um, anyway there's like anime about Gunpla and then there's anime where like they take the Gunpla oh. and then they could battle it like in a video game essentially and then there's even further, like, more sci-fi versions of Gunpla like that. They're all digital, and I don't know. I don't know well, shit about that's it. So me- that's so meta, kind of. That's cool. Well, yeah, like exactly. That's how ridiculous it is. Uh, and I, I hear that they're good shows, so, like, I know I can watch those as well. So I'll, I'll watch them. There's also the SD Gundam shows, where Super Deformed is when you take, like, an anime character and you squash into, like, a little cute version yeah, of itself, yeah. um, if the listener didn't know. Uh Sorry, Chibi, yes, yes. Yeah, Chibi, Super Deform, same thing. So SD Gundam is like a whole other fucking thing, and there's like multiple shows, and that's like the game I really like, SD Gundam Battle Lines. It's their SD. Um, but anyway, regardless, finish another one, on to the next one, and on and on. Um, but I need to watch some other anime eventually too, and I need to get back on Witcher Mercury. So done with that. Um and then eventually we'll go to Tokyo and see the big, big giant Gundam oh itself. God, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's a chance that it will be decommissioned eventually too. So hopefully I can, I can see it like in action, you know, but regardless, dude, I, if going to Japan will be fruitful and incredible, the, 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 the when oh, we yeah. eventually do it, um, you know, Mochi Squeeze and I have talked about it a lot. Um, yeah, but you know, it's, it's expensive and it's not like fully, open still you know so we're just you know it's cool yeah eventually i'll get there yeah i'm gonna I, I think i'm gonna wait a little bit too and save up a bit and stuff because i want to do it right when i go there and just feel feel free to like go for it you know yeah but hey i do know that uh my homie twitch user pj julian um which i think he might have a number on the end of his name or something but uh that mm-hmm. guy lives in osaka and so whenever i go to japan visiting that dude in osaka and i said you gotta take me to some of the best street food you got out there because i i hear osaka has some dope ass fucking street food um all the little uh all the little like back alley like bar spots that just you just get a little noodle bowl and then like a good (laughs) beer and stuff too I'm, i'm all about it yeah my friend uh kevin went to tokyo and like there's that there's a lot of that going on and he found this like death metal bar in there somewhere and he said it was badass so you know i have to visit that yes. too um akibahara too etc cetera, etc cetera. but i digress uh moving yeah, to another japanese topic my final fantasy update i am still playing final fantasy 5 according to my phone 
82 hours in. Don't think I've been playing it for 82 hours. Pretty sure it's not 82 <laughs> hours. <laughs> because I think if when I leave it suspended, like, on my phone, and then come back and the game hasn't, like, closed on its own, I think it logs those hours in there. But I don't know. I could it's be. It's like the... It's like Pokemon Go will do that with me on the phone where it's like I just close my phone without closing Pokemon Go and even though Pokemon Go like needs to reboot when I boot up the phone it's definitely like tracking all those hours. Yeah. Yeah. I think the same thing's happening here because of whatever but like I'll hey I'll admit it I've been grinding a lot in that game. Um but it's because the Final Fantasy 5 is so okay. Quick quick story. I don't know how many Final Fantasies you played and the you know anyone watching this you may not have played final fantasy games especially the older ones but uh the first final fantasy game when you're making your party you select the jobs of each of the characters mm. right right from the get-go and so you just yep. pick the party but then you can't change those right so like you know you get your fighter maybe your monk or thief and then a white mage black mage or red mage you know some combination of that like to get the magic in there too uh uh with final fantasy 3 you can have your characters change jobs right but like essentially when you change their jobs they just you know they just have those jobs like you're just kind of like leveling up it's not until final fantasy 5 that essentially as you level up those jobs you can actually take some of the abilities from other jobs and like put them Whoa. as your second ability right and then go into another job, Crazy. right? So it kind of it's kind of fun to grind in that way because you're like, oh, excuse me, if I level up this class or whatever, I mean, you know, job, class, same thing, then I could take, like, white magic and put it on a fighter, right? So then the fighter still doing Whoa. fighter stuff cool. but can also be a healer and et cetera and et cetera. But if you master the jobs, then, like, it also gives you, like, a stat boost, uh, to like the freelancer class, which is like the starting class, and then you can equip like active, like more active ones on that than you could normally, like on other ones. Plus, every passive ability you get from the jobs automatically are active. Uh, so essentially, as you're leveling up, you're also buffing up this other class, which has been in the game since the very beginning of the game. Um, and then it also gives you the ability to like have extra abilities in there. So it's like it's fun to grind, wow. you know, because I'm yeah, like, that's, that's cool. I'm learning all these abilities and I can like use them in different ways later. That's what got me with Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced when I played those. Uh, I would just like get into a fucking loop of like fighting battles because I want to level up these people and jobs and be able to like use other abilities and stuff. And I don't know, that shit's addicting to me. So Final Fantasy no, it Five. Sounds, it, sounds, it sounds like a, a more like diverse way to, or like a more dynamic way to like, like uh progress your party so it's not just like okay this guy's healing spells slightly more powerful now it's like like the character themselves becomes kind of individual which is cool yeah and they're all the characters are like that so literally you just like no one is better at anything that you know i don't think their stats are different at the very beginning like they're the same character you know so then it's yeah. kind of up to you to like say well i want this character to be the thief or i did that to that that character and then she became the ninja Right, so she's doing all these agile things, and then I gave her the bard uh, uh, job, so then she could take the singing ability back to being a ninja. So then I could cast the spell song, whatever, 
uh, to like stop the enemies, which like literally stops them in time. So like it made these sections really easy because you just like at the at the beginning of every fight, you have her play the fucking stop song, stops all the enemies. They can't do anything, and you just pummel them. And so it just made it really wow. simple. You know what I mean? And she's awesome. in the cool thing about ninjas is they can equip two weapons, and if you max out ninjas, you can take dual wield and then put it on other classes. So then you can like put it on like a fighter or something who has big ass swords or whatever swords, and now yeah, you're using yeah. two of them and being super op or like the red mage you can get dual cast so then you know you can use dual cast to summon two different things in one turn or like cast two like badass black magic spells you know at once etc cetera, etc cetera. so i'm building up to all that final fantasy 5 has really got his hooks in me it's a lot of fun and it's on my phone so that's uh, cool, man. Uh, is this a is this one of the pixel remasters or is it? No, um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, fi- it's the Final Fantasy oh. Five pixel remaster because three and four, which I played through, were the DS versions because they made like three D versions of them that you know you can't play these games in three D any other way. So I figured I'll play those versions. But now playing the yeah. pixel remaster of five, I'm like fuck. Everyone should just play the pixel remasters of one through six because they're just so good. Like, I can't wait to get to six because that's the next game. And so I'm like, I'm kind of caught. I'm like, should I keep grinding or should I just kind of like start to pick up the speed and finish this game so I can jump into six? I don't know. That's kind of my dilemma. The other thing I yeah. wanted to call out, I tried Red Redfall. Oh, uh, yeah. I know, <laughs> I know there's a lot of controversy around this game. And I think that we're going to have more of a conversation about this uh in a sec here but just want to say my experience with redfall i had decent enough fun but full disclosure i haven't played like an fps fps game like far cry in a while and it kind of scratches that itch to some degree i like the i like the fact that it's like a vampire game so it's like got horror stuff going on the character models are cheap looking, you know, it's, it really does feel like a half cooked game. There's a lot of emptiness Mm -hmm. in the open world, but just exploring the world itself is kind of interesting. Kind of feels like you're playing fallout four, uh, with the way that things animate and kind of move a bit, uh, where it kind of feels like slow and kind of stiff, but worked good enough Mm -hmm. on my PC. I want to try co-op out. Uh, if you have game pass, maybe try it out. Um, but I don't know for me, it's like, I didn't hate it. Like I, I was going in thinking this is going to suck. And then I played it for like maybe two hours and I was like, that was kind of fun. I don't know. Maybe I'll play it again. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. maybe we'll have some fun playing some co-op. Um, yeah, I just want to at least try it out. Try it out. I feel like one day, and this happens a lot with Microsoft games, one day it'll be updated enough to where it'll be like probably a good game. But by then it's like, we will all already been playing starfield and you know zelda tears of the kingdom spider-man 2 final fantasy 16 final fantasy yeah yeah. all these amazing games that were like redfall what's that again oh yeah that one game no everyone laughed about (laughs) it's unfortunate but um yeah there was something else too but i can't really remember so i'm gonna kick it to you man what you've been nerding out on uh, I have been nerding out on, well, I'll do a little quick Fortnite update since I've been talking about that a lot lately. Um, we played some Fortnite last night, actually. They had a new Star Wars update um, where they added in like Anakin Skywalker, Darth Maul, Obi-Wan, and Padme, I think. And you can like go learn Force powers from them in the world. They give you a lightsaber and then like, you know, Anakin has pull 
Obi-Wan has pushed. Darth Maul has, what, like throw rocks or something? I forget what it is. Um, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, anyway, I, just, it's, I don't know. I think it's like Crush or something. It does some weird yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I just know I got like some giant rocks launched at me yesterday. Um, yeah, that did. Oh, yeah, it's yeah cool. it is a, it's a rock launch. You're totally right. Playing the um, trailer here. But it's cool. You unlock some Star Wars characters like in the Battle Pass type of vibe. Um, and you can get like a mount or not a mount, a um, uh, uh, glider that's like Darth Maul ship if you complete the whole thing. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, just some different stuff like that. So it's cool. It's. Uh, it's it adds like a, a a blaster in there. It's kind of a whack blaster, but then the the when you're holding a lightsaber, you also get force powers, so you can like double jump and like uh, Jedi sprint, uh, mm-hmm. which is cool because this uh, season of Fortnite is all about mobility. Like everyone can go fast with the ODM gear and the swords that they've added in. So um, so hard. It 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 was chaos last night yeah. for sure. I felt like it was like maybe needed some balancing it's a fun like little addition it's only gonna be here i think for 20 days or something Mm -hmm. um the star wars stuff dude yeah i don't know about you but it seems like force push is where it's at because people are like i don't know which one of you guys got pushed for like way the fuck away into like some water but that was hilarious I will say the one thing that happened, We, me and Ruben played one more game after you guys logged off last night, and yeah. um, the one cool thing that I did with Pull was someone was driving a car, and they were, like, kind of far away from us. It was, like, that we got, like, we got second that round, too. Uh-huh. Um, we just barely got fucked over at the end, but the someone was driving in a car, like, right towards the end, and I just pulled the car towards us and it like flipped the car over and they came flying out of the car and then i just killed them with a lightsaber and it was a per- it, i saved a clip i'll put i'll publish it on our instagram or something um oh yeah do it oh but it was it was hilarious and it was a good moment because i was just like i wonder if this works and it was sure enough like the whole car just comes flipping towards me it was pretty sweet yeah um <laughs> yeah you, so anyways you're, you're a little yeah. bigger right now i'm sorry let me let me fix it <laughs> I closed the window and fucked it all up. That's all right. Power Rangers, you must assemble. <laughs> oh, are you supposed to be Zordon, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> um, oh, sorry about so that. I, I want to. By the way, I we never talked about this. I want to watch that. Um, they made that Power Rangers like oh anniversary yeah thing. That, it looks cheesy and stupid, but I want to watch it just for nostalgia's sake. That crazy-ass movie. Uh, dude, you know about Mega64, right? Yeah, of course. Um, Rocco Bodie of, of Mega64 is, is, is like, the most massive Power Rangers fan. And it's so funny, like, on their po- podcast, he was trying to get them all to, like, talk about it, and no one gave a fuck. Mm. And uh, <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. So yeah, yeah, I was a I was a big Power Rangers fan when I was a child. Obviously, I, I had all I the Megazords, it. and it was it was fun. But you know, I watched it after school or whatever. I thought it was cool as fuck. I remember the Green Ranger with the flute that turned into the White Ranger, oh, yeah. and Tommy, rest in peace, that actor. Rest in peace. Yeah. 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 He went he went evil for a while in the show, and then he like became good again as the White Ranger. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, he got the dope sword cat thing, and it like and then his Megazord became like a eagle. It was pretty wild. Oh yeah, um, and then it was like a lion or something. Yeah, it had like a ground form and a tiger. sky form. It was sweet, pretty sweet. I yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't know shit about it, but I'll watch it. 
Just, just yeah, you know, I mean, I think they I they know. made it like intentionally to look like the old show, which is yeah. pretty funny. And so it's like I don't know, I'm interested. It's I've got some of the old Rangers. Well, they don't have Kimberly, my girl, the Pink Ranger. That's kind of a bummer. But yeah, she's well. moved on. She has. Um, that's right. Anyways, what else about? So yeah, that's Fortnite. Um, you know, continue to like like the season. I'm level 77 now, so I'm almost through the battle pass, which is pretty cool. 77, um, man. You play a lot of I Fortnite, bro. Dude, this is the first season in a long time. It's kind of hooked me. Um, it's just been because that's cool. You know, with having a baby and stuff, I haven't been able to go out and socialize with friends as much. So it's just been a good way to like, oh yeah, um, hang out online with my friends a, a little bit, you know, and and just uh, catch up. So that's been cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome. What what else have I been earning out on? Oh yes, this is the big one for me. I again, I've been playing my Switch a little bit more too, just because at night when I'm feeding Maya or something. I can have a switch while she's just kind of chilling and um, yep. or laying in my lap or whatever. Or it's just been like a, something something I can put down easily and just kind of that sort of thing. So I've been playing like some turn-based RPGs, and then I started up um, Disco Elysium. Oh um, yeah, which is a cool, weird RPG. Um, it's very much like kind of five E ish, like D and D ish, where it's like mm-hmm. there's role, like very obvious role checks for for all these. Um, all these different attributes but the attributes are weird they're like um you know they're kind of similar in so in some ways to D rules but they're like yeah like it'll be like a sarcasm check like can you pull off like you know being sarcastic to this person or can you be off like being pull off like being flirtatious to this girl um, yeah but it's super self-deprecating and it's like the guy who you're playing is like a like a total alcoholic like unreliable narrator and um <laughs> So sometimes it's just like, wait, did you actually say that to the person? Or like, are you remembering that correctly? Or are you totally full of shit? Like, like you don't really know. You wake up with an amnesia and you have to, there's a dead body and you're apparently a detective, but I'm kind of suspicious that maybe you're not even a detective. Oh, um, interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't gotten like, I'm pretty far, but I don't think I've gotten like that far through the game. But no, again, you're an alcoholic no, and you keep no having spoilers. these blackouts. No spoilers. So it's kind of like. No spoilers. I don't know. I actually, I honestly don't know. Uh, but yeah, you keep having these blackouts and stuff. So like, there could be all this shit that's happening. Like, maybe you killed the person. You don't know. Like, this is questions that come up right in the beginning of the game. So it's not. Yeah. Spoiling. Yeah, and um, I hear, I hear it's like less about like combat and stuff, and more about just situations and skill checks, right? <laughs> yeah. The one time I got into combat, there was this little kid, and he was throwing rocks at the dead body that I was investigating. And I went over and told him to stop, and he threw a rock in my head, and I died. <laughs> and, <laughs> Murdered and, by a child. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And <laughs> and if you you know you obviously can reload your save like you can in in RPGs and stuff, but like yeah. if you die, like you die, like that's the end of the game. Um, you die. I mean, like you can you know reload the save, yeah, or whatever. But it's Save's funny coming, when you die, like yeah, when you die, like it'll like actually go through, and it'll kind of be like. Uh, there's a little thing where like your inner voice talks to you and this happens a lot not just at death but it's kind of like oh everything's quiet now it feels really good and it's like do you want to embrace the quiet or like fight against it like there was one more thing i wanted to do type of thing and so the first time it happened i was just like oh yeah embrace the quiet see what happens and then it's just like you died (laughs) i'm like oh damn it (laughs) oh man it's fun though um it's super moody The art style cool. is really cool, um, and it's um, fully voice acted now. So I think it's nice because you don't have to read endless text. So, 
What? This game has been stolen from its creators by a fraudster, pirated instead. These leeches. What? There must be some Whoa. kind of crazy thing happening on Steam. Mm. Okay, this is bullshit. I do remember. I do remember something about it. Boo. Um, huh. They, we'll go look into that. They, they bought the rights or something from the original creator people, and they don't work oh, there anymore. Or I, see. I, I forgot. I do remember hearing a story about that. Drama for your mama. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I'm glad you're liking anyways, it. I'll, I'll, I'll end it there. It's been a really fun. It's been a really yeah. fun game to dive into. So I definitely, um, I definitely bought it on Steam. Um, it's just sitting there in my library, and I'm waiting for the right time to play it. Uh, I still got to beat that Hogwarts game though. So I'll play it eventually. Ah, yes. One of these times. I don't know. Nice. But yeah, I really like it. I, I you know, I had actually had it for a while too. Um, and, and just hadn't started it up because I hadn't really been playing my Switch much until uh, we had Maya. So, um, yeah, I it, I turned it on and it really clicked. Again, the voice acting, I think, really helps. If I had to yeah. read this game, I think I would not. I would have put it down already. But the mm-hmm. the voice acting is, like, very kind of ASMR-y. Like, your inner voice is, like, a really deep, um, like, grumbly British-sounding guy. It's just nice to listen to. Mm. <laughs> and then... There's a you have an insane neck like you have a necktie that's speaking to you, but you're like hallucinating that your necktie is speaking to you, and he kind of sounds Whoa. like Gilbert Gottfried, but it's good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, the um, the original release of this game before it was on Switch, no voices, mm-hmm. no voices at all. Yeah, it rules though. I'm loving it so far. So, cool. Um, yeah. Anywho, let us move on to our main topic of uh, of the show so i'll let you i'll let you i'll punt this over to you but i just uh there's been a bunch of st- stories and we don't really do news on this show as much um mm-hmm. sometimes we'll cover you know um showcases or like hype for upcoming announcements or things like that but you know we don't really have a news segment because we don't really have time to constantly be researching news and stuff like that for it's more just enthusiasm about what we're nerding out on but um yeah but i did there's been so much talk going on lately in the industry about <clears throat> kind of next gen gaming the state of games as they're coming out and then also some, a ton of stuff around microsoft which i know you and i are both enthusiastic about <clears throat> yeah um, so yeah it just seemed like a good time to kind of touch base and go over some of it yeah for sure and um pretty much my thought on this topic is just just talk stopping for a sec um and just taking a look at at like the game the games industry like video game industry right now like what you know Mm -hmm. how it's been what's been going on you know and what's going to happen in the future um and let's uh i kind of wanted to hit on all of the companies um and i i know that like we have kind of a lot to talk about with microsoft so Let's kind of talk about, first of all, th- okay, this generation, right? Um, and that's Xbox Series S and X. Yes, the S is this gen, This this <laughs> even though it's, like, underpowered, but it still will play all the next-gen games, uh, But as well as the PS5. But that brings me to my next um, person here, which is Nintendo. Um, hmm. So we're in the next-gen right now, and we got the Switch. Uh, yeah. So was the switch really like, was that a leg up from the Xbox one generation PS4 generation? I mean, cause it, the switch came no, out right? after those. Right. So I feel like it's still kind of part of that last generation. Am I, am I right? Yeah, it is. And, it, and arguably 
I mean, it's about as powerful as like a baseline PS4. So not even really the, uh, and I wouldn't even say that because it doesn't no. do 1080p. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, it, well, do, I it, it does, does on the dock. dock? Yeah. Okay, on the yeah, dock. Yeah. So plugged in, maybe it's comparable to a PS4 baseline, but maybe not even because. Because I think baseline I PS4 can still do 1440 maybe on monitors mm. that support it. I don't remember exactly, but... Um, I'm not sure about that, but it's like, okay, so that generation was already in full and swing, and then we got the Switch. Um, and what makes yeah. the Switch work so well is just the portability of it. But the, here's the thing, right? The novelty factor of the Switch is starting to wear off a little because of totally. the it's underpowered in terms of the video card and like the actual hardware and the output, but... Now we're starting to get like switches from other companies, right? And like, yeah, switches, yeah. the Switch is still cool. You know, we all like Nintendo games. We all know that Nintendo gets software right. Um, and yeah, look at look at those controllers. Those are nice. Look, I got weird. I got purple <laughs> and red. What the hell is that combination? It's weird. It's just because my I like it. other one that I usually put on was out of batteries. But oh, um, I like that color set. I have fun. the it's fun. It's... I have the dark purple and gold kind of like Laker yeah. looking one. Uh, currently um but like you know the switch had problems with the joy cons being kind of cheap i mean i'm i think i'm on my fourth pair at this point i don't play it very often anymore so it is what it is but um but just the point remains that like the switch is getting old um it is it's starting to really feel like it i think yeah uh um yeah, like a, a, just when I cycle through, I mean, it's it's mostly for the most part my like an indie machine slash you know, Nintendo first party stuff. But so mm-hmm. sometimes I don't mind it when it's certain indie games. But yeah. I don't know. It's definitely even just the 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 user experience of it is starting to feel old. Um, yeah, especially when I my you know I've got my super nice 4K TV mm-hmm. and my Xbox Series X under right underneath it, and uh, you know just like. For instance, Fortnite, I've made this comparison before, but Fortnite on my Xbox Series X is a completely different game than it is on my Switch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not just that, but like, you know, games like The Witcher 3 just got a next gen update for Xbox Series X and um, it looks gorgeous. I played through like, you know, maybe half that game when it, when when the update came out. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's a Witcher 3 on the Switch, but it looks like garbage, and it runs like garbage, and it's like, you know, it's whatever. Or you can play Control on your Series X, but you can play Control on your Switch, I guess, but it's over the cloud, and that sucks. Like, you know, there's... Um, yeah, for sure. It's, it, it's definitely not the optimal experience for most AAA games. For, well, for most games in general, um, and that's the thing, like... Here, here's my point of view all right you see this bag i just grabbed i was looking for something back here um and the problem is this is my switch right now it's in a bag it's not even plugged in dogs docks not plugged into any tvs um like i'll literally pull it out right now it's just in, it's sitting in the dock in a fucking bag and <laughs> Here's the thing, like, there are games on there that I need to beat, like, including Dragon's Dogma, which I bought because the portability, like, oh, that's... Oh, yeah. That's oh, what, yeah. That's what I like. That's what I like the most about the Switch. Like, when I bought the Switch, or, when you know, when I got the Switch, um, and when I was playing the Switch constantly, like, never plugged into the dock. Like, I'm a... You know what I mean? Like, 
I like my Switch because I'm holding it in my freaking hands. I'm wherever I need to be, and I can play any game, you know? Yeah. At the time, I, that was used it. incredible. Yeah, I used it so Aishu could have the TV, and she could watch whatever she wanted to watch, or maybe we're even watching something together, and then I have my Switch here, and I'm sit, laying on the couch, or I'm playing it in bed after we like go to bed, so we're still kind of hanging out, or I'm playing it on an airplane, or you know, in a hotel room. Um, I never docked it either, except for the rare case where I played like Mario Party with friends or something like that. But. Exactly the same experience over here, and it's like it's it, it was great for that. It was very great for that. But we're starting to get to the point where you know we're kind of losing that novelty. You know, totally. Like it's um, my phone. Like you were talking about playing Final Fantasy V on your phone earlier, and you can play it with a controller, right? I mean, that's what you're doing, right? Yeah. Oh no, I'm not playing yeah. with a controller. Oh, you're not? Um, no, not at all. Um, oh, I'm just cool. playing it with the touchscreen. Huh. Oh, that's amazing. I didn't know that. Oh, this camera won't work anymore. Oh, yeah. now you're just in the void. <laughs> I am the void. <laughs> I am the void. Um, uh, well, okay. Well, okay. I'm just going to be, be gone for a second. Uh, okay. Ooh. Right I'm, did you guys hear that sound? That That's a good sound. That's a good sound right there. Okay. I, I, I did hear that. I did hear that. <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Uh, um, uh, uh, no, but uh, you could be playing with a controller, right? And and we, I've played, I've played Forza Horizon Five via the cloud on my on my phone, holding uh, attached to an Xbox controller in bed, and it's run yeah. pr- well enough for me to win races, you know, like yeah. So, and then let alone if you have a Steam Deck, and then now some of these Steam Deck competitors that are coming out. Um, and see, that's kind of what that's what I'm getting at is that like now that now stuff like the Steam Deck exists. Um, which is great. You know what I mean? Gotta love yeah. the Steam Deck. But it's like, okay, what does that do to the Switch? What's the point of having a Switch? Yeah. And, you know uh, I mean? uh I it just will, for the, maybe for also- the exclusives, but even then it's like, I don't know. There's like, um, there's games that I'm, I don't, I'm not rushing to, to buy Nintendo games. Yeah, I mean, you know, Metroid Prime Remaster. I loved it when it. I love Metroid Prime when it came out, and for all intents and purposes, people say it's still holding up. Um, but I don't have any interest in playing through that game again. <laughs> Not really. Like, um, maybe Metro when Metroid Prime Four comes out, that might be a thing. Mm-hmm. Zelda is coming up, but I can. I'm so mad that Zelda is seventy dollars because you like. Yeah. It's gonna run like I mean, unless they pull some serious magic, it's gonna run pretty bad. Yeah. And, and, or maybe not bad, well, but just not great, you know? I mean, and the, the, yeah. Breath of the Wild ran pretty good, I thought, on, in handheld mode, which is 720p yeah. and, you know, not as sharp as on the TV. And, like, if it can run about the same, then I guess it's okay. But it's like, it's not like we're getting an upgrade here. Like, you're just getting new software. But it's gonna look essentially the same as Breath of the Breath of the Wild, just with like new textures and stuff. Does that mean it's yeah. worth the seventy dollars? And my camera's back, baby. Woo! Good job, good job doing that on the fly. <laughs> I tried to kind of vamp in there for you. I, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. but yeah, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, I just think you know there was even moments in Breath of the Wild where you know like the Master Sword Forest there that was super chuggy or. If I was in a battle with a bunch, like, you know, too many people and too much stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
it would stutter a little. And then there's like, if you really look at Breath of the Wild, like the art style, yes, is amazing. But like the textures aren't very high res. And like, no. and if you if you look carefully, there's a lot of jank in that game. I mean, it's it's it doesn't really matter because the game itself works and feels good and and ultimately looks good because of the art style. And when you're playing it on a small screen like that, you don't really notice. But I don't know what if what if we were getting Tears of the Kingdom, but it also was 4K and looked gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. Why why can't I have that? Yeah, I don't know. And, I want and why it. is that? I mean, give it to me. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It would be cool. I mean, especially it when you look be. at like people making Unreal Engine Five remakes of Zelda games and stuff, and they look immaculate, and you're like, oh, okay. right. Because I mean, uh, yeah, Unreal, Unreal Engine Five. Like we we just got a trailer for this MMO like today, right? And I know you mm. saw this uh, for PS Five. Um, yeah, I think it's called like Chrono something, Chrono, Chrono some shit, Journey, Chrono Quest, something like that. Um, concept sounds really cool, but that trailer just blew me away by the graphics, and I'm just like, wow. And then you know, we're gonna all spend seventy bucks on Tears of the Kingdom. It's gonna be in the Game of the Year conversation, but then the shortcoming of that game is the graphics. It's the console that it's locked to. It's a situation that we're in with the Switch, and that's the thing, like. Again, I'm just not. I'm not buying Switch games right now. I'm just not like the. La- I I did get Metroid Dread, but that's like a 2D game. I mean, it's like got 3D graphics and stuff, but it's essentially a 2D game. Um, and I think again, the art style looks cool, but I didn't love how that how that game looked. Like, I, I, I yeah, I mean, uh, it it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a 2D yeah. Metroid. You don't need like the most fanciest graphics to make that work. It would look even better in 4K or whatever, but. I mean, there's been a lot of releases that I didn't buy before that and after that. And I will continue to not buy Nintendo games because I look at my other consoles. I have PS Plus Extra. I also have Game Pass. I have a shit ton of games. You know what I mean? New games are coming out. Um, like, uh, uh, what is it? Diablo 4, for instance, you know, is coming. Oh, yeah. Starfield's coming. Spider-Man 2's coming. All these new awesome games. Like, you spend 70 bucks on one of those, and you're like, all right, yeah, makes sense, you know? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to look and, and I mean, play even, great. Even I talked about it being my indie machine, but to be <clears> honest, like, so many indie games are on Game Pass now, and I'm sure PS Plus, too, in some ways. Yeah, true. That a lot of times I, I, I'm like, well, why would I spend money on that especially because some games like third-party games on switch will get discounted but a lot of them you know any first-party stuff is never discounted almost never discounted you know like Uh, yeah um, true i don't know even like another thing you know we had no go for it yeah Mm. no i'm saying that's another thing about nintendo is like that you know they never really have sales past like maybe 10 bucks you know Mm. and you know, uh, eventually, what Jedi Jedi uh, Survivor that'll probably end up on Game Pass one day, uh, f- at yeah. no additional charge. But I gotta spend sixty, yep. seventy bucks on all these Nintendo games on um, inferior hardware. So that's kind of like where I'm at with Nintendo. I don't know. Like, there's some cool stuff going on over there on the software side, but the hardware side just keeps me from being enthusiastic about actually playing those games. But I'll tell you what. I do want that uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 remake because that looks cool. Mm. But it's, like, cartoony enough, you know? Like, the graphics aren't, yeah. don't need to be all crazy. And it's, like, there's a lot of anime stuff going on on the screen, I guess. So, I don't know. That's just where yeah. I'm at with Nintendo. 
Agreed. Well, yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see. You know, uh, I, I'm one of those guys who's a total skeptic as far as because Nintendo just plays by their own rule book. And I just don't think I don't think that we're getting a new new hardware anytime soon, really. Like, yeah, I, may, maybe maybe like a like a slight upgrade or something. But like, I don't know. I just don't know. I think they're still making money. I think switches are still sw- selling really well. Yeah, I think I think they're. Um, haven't exhausted the IP that they want nope. to put out because they like you know um, Reggie once in an interview said that Nintendo pretty much wants to put out like at least one title of like every IP that they own yeah on each generation each generation and so like I think we're in I think we're in store for like a Donkey Kong game um, maybe from we're getting uh, one of the Mario teams we're getting Pikmin um, this year say that again we're getting Pikmin this Pikmin. year yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that I think. Um, I think they still would probably want to put out Metroid Prime Four on Switch because that, that oh, yeah, would be I a new that. Metroid game. Yeah. Um, see, yeah. Certain games. Them... Certain games have yeah. me. You know what I mean? Like Zelda. All yeah. right, gotta get that Metroid Prime Four. That ah, gotta grab that. You know what I mean? But like, um, it's just not everything. It's a lot of it. Yeah, I. Well, we'll see we should move on from nintendo but yeah i I, mm-hmm. I could see it being a couple of years before we got the super switch or whatever it is yeah so. people are still buying mario kart so yeah anyway let's move on let's yeah move it's on. insane <laughs> insane um, so uh so yeah um yeah want to talk sony real fast or? yes yeah you read my yeah. mind yeah yeah um i'll let you start because you're the one in this group that has a playstation (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so when it comes to sony like i know we can all say um they're doing good right for the most part uh not seeing like a lot of missteps i'm seeing like you know okay so with their ps plus offering with the tiers and stuff yeah i mean like a lot of people including myself in the past um have kind of said oh it feels kind of money grubby or like just the uh the term like uh what is what is the term everybody kept kept using like um player forward or uh whatever consumer friendly or some shit like that like that term was being slung around a lot i don't know if it was exactly that term just kind of like comparing game pass as like good guy game pass to like ps plus three tiers to just kind of milk money and so I, here here's my thoughts okay i think ps5 great console uh dual sense great controller doing a lot of really interesting innovative things um cool. battery dies pretty quick <laughs> yeah. uh you know what i mean um me. you just need to keep one charged the cycle continues a lot of people cry and and whatever about uh xbox controllers needing batteries in it but with enna loops like rechargeable enna loops i find it even easier to keep gaming than having to swap controllers i mean i just swap a battery pack it's pretty easy um either way it is what it is you know what i mean but that's kind of the only drawback about the ps5 controller is just because all these things are happening it's really eating up the battery but like it's still such a badass controller it does really cool shit like the vibrations the haptic feedback the little speaker in it the fact that it has a mic in the damn controller so if you're streaming and you're really really lazy you could just keep muting it and like just talk right into your damn controller um so a lot lot of a lot of really innovative things happening on that front the games are great 
um <laughs> they're coming out with like great first party uh games like just feels like a nice steady stream um albeit i'm yeah, it like about, two, about two years or something like that you know something like that yeah a lot of people are kind of saying oh this year's sort of lackluster like there's like less to play whatever i don't know how these kids have find all this time to game this much i'm like yeah you're getting you're i get spider-man too it's awesome and you got a horizon dlc like yeah, yeah I, don't know. I feel like the horizon dlc should factor into all that like there's a lot of content on the ps5 that is yes exclusive to the ps5 but also high quality in the gaming space um and if you're a newcomer having that ps plus uh extra tier is incredible um you know compare that to game pass there's a shit ton of games on there um everything from some of the big first party titles including uh, both of the Horizon games, even the new ones oh, on cool. there, um, we're mi- missing Jack and Daxter though for some reason. Um, that's not on there. I don't really understand the, it. There's a bunch of weird stuff. The way that like pre- I will say, I I think it's a, it's silly the way the tiers are. Not for any yeah. money reasons particularly. Just like you know, the premium one is supposed to be retro games, and yeah, sometimes retro remakes and stuff come out and. I don't right. know. It's just it's it's confusing from as yes. a person who's um, who's outside of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be when when you actually jump in there, but uh, yeah, whatever. I don't th- I don't really think that's Sony's problem. I think Sony's like whatever. This is good enough for now, and yeah. people can take it or leave it. So yeah, see, like from my point of view, PS Plus Extra is a great tier. It's the it, it costs the same cool. as as Game Pass Ultimate. You get access to a lot. It just feels like scummy that they're taking all the retro stuff and putting it at even higher tier uh, than that. Yeah. Um, and then most of those games, you're not even really playing on your hardware because of the, it has to be emulated through like a network play or something. So it almost feels pointless. Weird. It feels experimental. And it's like, why not just combine those two tiers? But hey, that is kind of a minor thing. I mean, we're just talking oh. about like, has the PS5 been dropping content that's like utilizing the PlayStation 5's like potential? I would say, yeah, probably in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, we're not aware Ragnarok last year, right? Looks great. Horizon looks amazing. amazing. Returnal, great fucking game. Everybody loves it. I need to play more. Um, you name it. Um, and then on top of that, they're also securing these like side exclusive deals like final fantasy 16 only being on the ps5 for uh, instance i'm mad i'm mad about that really yes, irritating like that. yeah because yeah. uh, they just have that kind of relationship with them or like well, especially even since 15 was on the xbox it's just kind of like oh man why you got to keep flipping back and forth i, I don't do, know i don't know I, it's all right i just don't want to depend on i i know i can't depend on square enix to not be like all over sony's dick basically um that's just kind of where i'm at <laughs> with them because uh, yeah, yeah. even the fucking pixel remasters aren't even on the xbox those are uh on the switch they're on the playstation Mobile. they they've been on fucking steam forever um yeah, yeah. just not on the xbox so uh it's just weird um but like somehow sony's able to kind of secure these deals so like i don't like that stuff um but it's a business and that's how they conduct their business yeah. and it is what it is uh, also just like the side deals like with hogwarts hey you know, play Hogwarts here. We have one extra mission you can't do on the other console. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the only reason why I bought it on the PS5. Um, yeah. 
but the haptics is kind of cool, you know, I guess. You get but... Spider-Man, you get Spider-Man in Avengers. You're yeah. Like, All right, whatever. So like ju- just shit like that is what I dislike about Sony is just their sort of what feels to be scummy kind of tactics in, in ways. But like I mean, they're they're doing good. They're selling a shit ton yeah. of PS5s. They're got a lot of exclusive software that it gives you a reason to buy a damn PS5. Um and but PSVR 2 is a massive failure, and I don't understand why it exists, and why don't they do more yeah. with that? I don't know what the fuck they're thinking with PSVR 2. Um, yeah, dump it yeah, in there. I like, don't know. Um, that's, well, you know, that's a, my thoughts. A, totally. Jump it in there. The, you know, the PS5 is definitely, when people are talking next-gen video games right now, like, they say PS5. Like, yeah. I've heard Jimmy Fallon say PS5. I've heard um, during the chip shortage t- era... You know, it was on SNL, like, oh, like, there was there was some joke about, like, you know, getting a PS5 and, you know, that type of stuff. And it's like, they don't yeah. say Series X, they don't say yeah. Xbox, Xbox anymore. Even. No. It's um, not even in the vocabulary. But, the, but I will say, and this is just as someone who likes to follow video game media, and, you know, you and I keep up on video game news, and we're on twitter with a bunch of gamers and so we we absorb this stuff i'm i'm an enthusiast of 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 this stuff and i i like to watch the coverage of it the same way that like sports fans like to watch sports coverage you know like yeah oh yeah i'm you know like i know dev teams the way that like like someone who really likes football knows like the defensive coordinator on on a team you know whatever um same yeah but i will say as much as as I like whatever Sony is crushing it on the actual delivery of products and software. Mm-hmm. I will say their marketing has been very odd ever yeah. since pretty much like they've lost faces and personalities. Like the fact that Sean Layden's gone, mm-hmm. PSX is done with their, their presentations while showing some of the most banger games ever sometimes have been weird and disjointed and felt, yeah. um, unevenly messaged state mm-hmm. of play is really messy. I think, um, yeah, uh, remember when they had like block. a? Remember they had just a block in the last state of play about a game everybody hated. Remember that shit? They're like, yeah. hey, everyone, remember you want to play the Suicide Squad game? Watch it in the state of play for some reason, and everyone was like, and that then, was awful, and also like forty percent of the whole fucking thing. Yeah, strange. And then they they consistently will not do release dates in state of play and then put them on the PlayStation blog later that day. And you're yeah. like, why, why? Like, I just don't understand. And, um, and then the biggest thing for me, the, the biggest question mark for Sony is what the, where the hell was the marketing for the PSVR too? I've like, there was no state singular state of play about it. Like there was kind of some shoehorned in game stuff, but like no one ever came out and showed you the hardware. They don't get, that was fuck. a blog post. Yeah, I just don't know why don't you send care. something like that out to die. Uh, why does it especially exist? Especially when like, especially when like Apple's gonna come in with one this year. Meta is still killing it. I think. I think you know Facebook in general is or Meta, the company is not necessarily killing it, um, because well, of the way that they're look. The VR headset itself is killing it. You know what I'm saying? They're they're full like even regardless if they're not really killing it per se. Meta is putting like a lot of resources and time into developing uh, VR stuff. So like they're yep. trying. They're like put you know even if it's not working yet, they're like 
pulling resources from other meta slash Facebook things just so they could make this thing fucking successful. Um, sure. You know what I mean? The, the, I think their idea behind the metaverse is totally misguided in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> Oasis. So many ways. I mean, it's all it's all garbage and the look of it and everything is just all garbage. But like but ultimately the experience of using a meta quest is is the best in my opinion so the far. best VR yeah yep. i mean it's just it's it's seamless it's easy mm-hmm. it's user friendly it wireless. is um, the cor- the wireless element of it um it just works straight up and uh and the games and experiences i still think need a lot of innovation uh but yeah i don't know i i feel like sony could have had a successful launch it just they just straight up didn't because because there was no marketing straight up yeah like you know we all wanted a reason to get hyped about this and they just didn't give us a single one in my opinion horizon was not that you know what i mean yeah whatever i mean it does look neat so oh no i'm not saying it's probably a fun experience and i'm sure there there was a bunch of psvr um one games that i never got to experience because they were exclusive to all the resident evils god i want to play those so bad in vr um but yeah, such is life. Ah, c'est la vie, c'est, c'est la vie. vie. Um, <laughs> before, well, I guess we can move on to Xbox. But I guess, um, do you have any closing thoughts about what Sony's been up to? Uh, I'm very excited for the day when I finally uh, can can uh, justify getting a PS5. I just had a kid. We're trying to save money. We're there's some maybe we're trying to maybe buy a house in the next year or two so it's like as as silly as it is like i'm i don't feel like i can buy a ps5 yet but i'll get one eventually maybe when they go on sale or when there's a mid-gen upgrade or something like that um yeah it's not silly at all bro it's your life yeah you're trying to live your life yeah (laughs) but but one day similar to the way i did the ps4 i'm very excited i'm gonna buy a ps5 probably get a couple months of ps plus and just feast on some Sony first party games. So yeah. that'll be really fun. Yeah, yeah, you you get a PS5 and I'll buy you like 3 months of PS Plus extra for your birthday or some shit. Yeah, exactly. So pro- there's probably deals on that shit where you can yeah. pay like I'll hook you up, months. man. Oh, I'm, I'll um, I'll send you a game or something. I don't know. There you go. That'll be sweet. But, um hey, got anywho, plenty. You have a yeah. plenty of other games to play right now though, Gage. It's true. You're going to have to be uh dripping in it for sure. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is the year of dripping games. <laughs> um, sounds like sounds like video games has like VD, bro. <laughs> I might want to get that checked out. Video games, yikes. Um, um, uh, re- I guess real quick before, uh, kind of, we'll transition into kind of Xbox's strategy. But I guess uh, just kind of like looking at a little bit more of an overarching thing uh-huh. is just, and we kind of touched on this with like things like Zelda and stuff and i guess we'll talk about redfall but um i guess just kind of like next gen next gen ness in general like uh you know i mean sony hasn't really had this problem to be fair but uh but but just games coming out half baked and under mm-hmm. under like you know under or underperforming in performance like actual like frames per second or mm-hmm. resolution not optimized which uh, is things like yeah but then mm. also also like the the movement towards games as a service even even games that aren't games as a service but like you know live servicey elements in games being so not dialed and then also just the 
there's been a plethora of games <clears throat> recently uh, mm-hmm. that are that are just mixed to the mark from like big single player studios that are trying to pull on this games as a service element or this this continually evolving game. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk about that Jedi Survivor. Yeah, things of that nature. Yeah, it's been happening way too often. Um, it's getting kind of ridiculous. I mean, we look at like Sea of Thieves, right? That launched. That was an on that that was like a beta. That was like a, or a game preview, excuse me. Um, yeah, yeah. Essentially, it's like okay, they made the framework for a great pirate game. You had the basic pirate things you could do, um, but it was you know it it just felt like just kind of almost like a proof of concept type of thing. You know, same thing with mm-hmm. like Grounded literally came out as a game preview. But then over time, of course, you know, Grounded came to full release. Now it has a lot of features, a lot of bosses. It's it's a good game. Oh, yeah. Sea of Thieves at this point has so much content that if you walk in one direction for three seconds, you're going to find an adventure, some kind of treasure, something's happening. It's full of stuff to do. Halo Infinite, yeah. when that released we it it was a campaign with no other biomes just one biome the whole game which already feels weird when you you know play any other halo game you're going between like deserts and icy areas and you know interiors um beaches and yeah right even just that bit felt like well did they just not have the time to make other biomes but then also like the game releases with no um forge no co-op no split screen um you know what i mean a lot of fucking problems uh and it's just happening a lot it's not even just happening on the the xbox side it just seems like ever since steam green light or whatever the heck came out where games could start Mm. coming out on steam and uh unfinished you know even minecraft you remember when minecraft first came out long ass time ago and it was only like five bucks and it was like just the alpha i mean it's like it's almost like because of indie games, it's slowly become yeah. more and more acceptable over time that let's just release this unfinished game. People can kind of play it and then maybe pay more for it later to the point where like now they're just like, eh, just fucking ship it. You know, this is, a, this is a big deal title. Who cares? Just get it out the door. We'll fix it later. I mean, look at Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, you know, oh my God, I what know. a fucking nightmare that was. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buggy. And, and, you know, especially because that, like, that, it wasn't just the fact that that game had so much buggy things and the last gen uh versions of it were almost unplayable and a completely different game in a lot of ways yeah um you know the the actual i'd say the actual promise of that game was not really delivered on um it's still a great i still think yeah. it's a really fun and awesome game but like mm. there's you know there's not that much variety in that world ultimately i mean you know like there's a bunch of things in that rpg that i feel like oh i thought this was going to be much more immersive than it than the way it is you know yeah Um, totally like if it was like this is the game where i can really you know almost like skyrim it's like almost like cyberpunk skyrim you know that's what we thought We, we thought it'd be like a dense city you can go around and like live a fucking cyberpunk life but yeah it just became this like you know it became what it was um you know what i mean and like it's still kind of a fun game um and whatnot and mr hawks in chat said cyberpunk 27 2077 worked perfect for me at launch uh did not work perfect for me at launch i played on the series x it ran good 
but the bugs yeah. were like rampant and some were hilarious but a lot of them were me like dying for no reason just like mm-hmm. i would jump it on top of a car and then like falling in this weird position and just dying and then like realizing i need to reload like super far back or something and i'm like no yeah you know and that that's sucks. yeah yeah i would frustrate mine were mostly mine were mostly cosmetic or weird like i would t-pose when i sat in cars a lot <laughs> right. um the rate the rate the radio wouldn't work in cars guns would float like in the wrong area like you'd be holding them but they'd be up here yeah um, uh weird stuff like that like um the cop mm. glitch i used to have that for sure where yeah. oh yeah they, that weird shit yeah uh, they just yeah. teleport in and but but also, I would just say like the driving wasn't very good in the beginning, no. and they've really re- re- like changed a lot of that. And like you, you, that's like almost your main mode of transportation in that game. Yeah, you know, it's so, um, it's just you know, it's it's just the concept that we're like we're re- re- releasing these games that have like clear issues. I mean, obviously, the biggest problem with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is like it did not work at all on uh previous gen consoles, like at on all. Things they promised, right? Yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, um, you know, it's just the topic of, like, hey, uh, what are we fucking doing here? I know, and here, here's my take. Here's my take, all right? Yeah. I think that game development has become so expensive, time-consuming, and complicated over the years because of technological advancements, essentially, and new yeah. engines and new capabilities that, like, the game dev process probably, realistically, should be be extended like two more years or even longer per game which means these games are going to take longer and longer to come out but you only have so much money to make this project work you need to recoup some of those costs right so you got to put out the game and people will buy it and then people will sit here and go well you know it's a good game underneath all the books but you'll still keep fixing it because you have that now income stream right uh, and then they fix it, and then then a year later, maybe the game's in the uh, in the position it should have been, and I think that's what's yeah. happening across the board a lot. Um, yep. But Redfall, man, um, what a nightmare! <laughs> like oh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Hey, at least it was fun and it had cool stuff going on. It had a cool story, and I got to hang out with Keanu oh, yeah. Reeves. Okay, had some. Bugs. Mr. Ox is right. You know, Mr. Hawks is right in in the fact that like ultimately the game, as long as it worked for you. And, you know, if you didn't get any game-breaking bugs and stuff, the game was there. Like, the game was there when it came out. From start to finish, there was a full story. Right. You know, it was, you know, that's that was there. And it was fun. I mean, I did really enjoy my time with Cyberpunk. I played, um, I did every single quest, dude. Every single fucking yeah, quest. Yeah. Side quest, everything. It's all I ran out of content. Yeah. Um, but I think the, like you were saying, I think the 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 scope of these games has gotten so huge. The promises of delivering across multiple platforms um in you know between pc and these other things go knights go um yeah uh i i think <laughs> i think game dev, dev really needs to take a look at at what it's promising i think a game like you know you look at certain like the good uh or the some of the exemplary studios over the over the last bunch of years and you hope that the culture's good there and yeah. that the people aren't being worked to the bone but like insomniac <laughs> for instance like miles morales comes out and it's like this nice holdover. It's it's a smaller game, mm-hmm. uh, time wise, but it's but every bit as fun as and as interesting, you know, using the previous world of the last game, but just it, with a with new, um, you know, like a new coat of paint and new yep. missions and, and like I think 
I think we need to start to see those types of things happen more in AAA gaming, and uh, and for us as an audience to be okay with the fact that a game isn't, you know, or you know, maybe the episodic thing didn't exactly work for a lot of people, but maybe there is more of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it, gaming gaming development is really hard. I mean, imagine even just as a human being, like working at a company for seven years. I've only. I, th- I think the longest I've ever worked for a company has been like four years, if that. Yeah. Um, and no. like, and that's and that's like that's a lot to ask of people to like give, give seven years of their life or five years of their life, and if and so that means there's turnover happening throughout processes within every game, which is tough on a team and on on all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. Up. But yeah, Redfall is a real it's a hard one to stomach because you just. You just want you want to get some wins on on Xbox, you know. Yeah, and we're about to talk more about that. Um, just yeah. what uh, uh, OXO Cherry OXO and Chat said is, I I do think it would be more beneficial for games to be released in a series, would be cheaper for purchasers, and can bring in revenue for devs to work with to continue it. And I'm, I I think yeah. like the Hitman kind of formula, how that was working before, or like the Telltale Games formula, like maybe that could work, but. I think that, again, it just really comes back to what you just said. Video game development is fucking hard. Uh, It's a hard cookie to crack. Um, And I think that just as an accountant, I think a lot of the problems we're seeing seeing just come down to how much money you have to spend, which over time with payroll, I mean, you just run out. (laughs) <laughs> you need to do something you have to put Straight these up. you know have to put these deadlines on these devs and it's just like bro you can't rush art and then you know because you get stuff like redfall and shit like that so i yeah. i don't know but like it seems like ps5 you know sony and their studios seem to be able to to kind of pull them off and that's what's interesting about it um but that brings us to our you know our 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 boy phil phil spencer our, microsoft absolutely um, so I just kind of wanted to talk about the Series X so far as a generation. Sure, sure, um, sure. take it away. Ever since you, ever since Yakuza Like a Dragon came out, which to me was like one of the kind of first cool games yeah. to come out on the system. That was kind of new. Everyone there was like buzz around it. Here's a few games that came out after that, and like a lot of these are multi-platform. We got the Mortal's Phoenix Rising game, which everyone was, if you remember, was like, "Oh, that's like Breath of the Wild. That's cool. That's fun." Um, then you got, what is it? Where is it? Where is it? Mortal, not mortal shell. Uh, I had it here. Judgment. Mm-hmm. Right. So we had another one yeah. by them. We're like, okay, we're getting the Japanese games up on, uh, up on there, you know, uh, finally starting to get some Japanese game game devs, but not fucking square Enix. Um, then we got resident evil village, which to me was like, okay, this is the first game that will probably push the graphics of the Series X. And that was kind of the only reason why I wanted to buy it. Well, I didn't buy it. A lot of people played it. But since then, what other like next-gen titles were really launched on the console? I remember Hood Outlaws and Legends came out. I bought it. I thought <laughs> it was going to be cool. No one played it. It crashed. It was a waste of money. Yeah. Remember that shit? Yeah. Um, yes, I do. Doom Eternal... The next gen version, I guess, dropped eventually. Uh, we got yeah, greed. We got yeah. Greedfall, which is not really a next gen title. Um, I don't know. See, here's that's the thing, man. Remember when the Ascent came out 
everyone's like oh this game's gonna be cool we're ready for like the yep. game right that came out and it was like eh, it's all right i don't know i mean it looks kind of cool death's door came out and really was incredible um yeah it but it's like an indie title right it's not really pushing the next yeah, gen formula right no it isn't it's not it's not you could see that on the uh on the you know the xbox one and and would wouldn't think anything of it you know yeah, Mr. Hawks brings up the medium, which I played through and, and enjoyed. A lot of people hate that game uh, because of the tank controls and stuff, but it was doing a cool thing with the um, the solid state drive where it's like loading two worlds, but it didn't do it like enough, I don't think. Like there were just moments where you saw two rendered worlds split screen at the same time, which was impressive, but it wasn't still, still wasn't like that big, like next gen title. Um, yeah. You know, but then we got Psychonauts 2, and in my brain, still probably the best Series X game so it's, far. It's phenomenal. I freaking love that game. Yeah. Um, it did a lot of really interesting things. I think it also did a lot of solid state drive things where it's like loading another level, like in between another level, like when you're like going through a doorway, which leads into a level, and you look in the doorway, and the doorway is just there, and you're like, wait. What happened to the level? And you walk around the door, and then there's just a door, and you walk back in the door, and the fucking level's there again. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah. that's it's picture me high as fuck playing this game, <laughs> just like tripping out. Um, great game, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Also, still not an exclusive. Um, so you kind of see where I'm I'm going with this. Um, yeah, no, I do, I do. I mean, I I think you know both you and I have always been. Are, are always in support of the Xbox. I think we just love the Game Pass experience uh, yeah. um, for the the types of gamers that you and I are. It allows us to play so many more games at such a cheaper cost. Um, you know, for essentially the price of two full price games a year, we're able to play, I would say, dozens more games than I would be able to buy. Yeah, you get some on sale in Steam or whatever and things like that. Um, Game Pass is yeah, huge. I just, Game Pass is everything Pass for is Xbox right now. I've done a video. Check it out on Odd Valley Studios YouTube channel about um, the Xbox user experience. I think mm -hmm. for like again the type, even just something as far as the value of it. Uh, you know, it runs my living room for all intents and purposes. My wife uses it and has her kind of experience for all the streaming platforms and games she plays versus me. I think there's a lot of really good um, elements of all of it. I think the the for the most part other than like we're seeing software wise maybe there's problems but the hardware runs really good um mm -hmm. you know I, I love the xbox controller the customization is really amazing as far as like services and products and all that kind of stuff i think xbox is my favorite of all the three major platforms um yeah, yeah i just like it i like it jesus um, that was loud <laughs> as fuck sorry no, it's okay. I like I like the call out from the from uh, was that Mr. Knox in the chat? <laughs> yeah. Thing, for real. Mr. Hawks well, for real. Go. Yeah, I need Hawks to edit that. I need to I need to EQ that because it's got the music in there. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll hit it oh, one yeah. more time. For real? For real? Um, there we go. I, like I know it. they can um, hear. But it. yeah, anyways. So, but but I do think, uh, and you know, like for me, for me as someone who's like a dad and has a full time job and you know isn't like a games journalist for a living we do this for fun and uh yeah you know it's not it's like i'm not really sweating the fact that i'm not getting all that many first party t titles that are blowing my mind from from microsoft however right you you want to get excited about the next big thing you want to trust in microsoft and when they're buying these studios that are some of my like arcane is one of my favorite studios of all time and the fact that 
I mean, this is probably a Bethesda decision because decision, Redfall's been in development for a while now. Yeah. But the fact that Microsoft is allowing this product to come out in the way it is, and with all the money that Microsoft has, I mean, they just put a bid for 70, 70, $70 billion on Activision. Yeah, And dude. yet they can't let they can't give Arcane the breathing room to get this game where it needs to be See, because I, of what? Industry pressure? Like, what is the deal? You know, what's the deal? I don't know. So, uh... I can't really remember where I read this, so, you know, take it for what it is. And before I say this, let's not forget, Forza Horizon 5, great exclusive for the Xbox. But absolutely, it's a fucking racing game, and people don't care about those. So that's it's unfortunate. Yeah. 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 I love that game, though, and I've been wanting to jump back in there again, uh, especially yeah. for Cinco de Mayo. You know what I'm saying? Because it's in ah, Mexico. Ah, si, claro. Claro um, que si. But, okay, so this is sort of how it's been worded to me. Like, I forget whose statement I was, it may, I, I believe I saw this information through Jez Corden of Windows Central, kind of making okay, a comment, like retweeting something from someone else. But essentially, Microsoft owns ZeniMax. ZeniMax sure. runs Bethesda, right? And then as mm. well as the other things, id Software, all that shit. It's like all under ZeniMax, right? Totally. So essentially, yeah. like, ZeniMax is still doing what it did before, Right, Microsoft's there, you know they're sort of like the bankroll. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. they're like, hey, you know, y'all need to get this Redfall game out the door. Um, Microsoft, it almost seems like Microsoft was just like, yeah, you know, do your thing, whatever. And Zenimax is like, yeah. okay, let's get this game out, Redfall. And then you know they had to play it, or someone played it, and they were like, hey, not sure, so sure about this Redfall game. And then some Zenimax guy was like, no, nah, it's fine, dude. It runs right. Like I see you playing it just put it out you know it's done enough right and then microsoft is so like preoccupied with this fucking activision blizzard deal that they just were like oh all right yeah oh yeah you know like let's get the ad get the fucking ad people on this like let's get some commercials out let's get the whole yeah. wheel yeah, spinning get the marketing behind it yeah you know what i mean and then the game comes out and you know everyone hears bad things and then phil spencer's like let me play this game myself and then he's like, "Oh, oh no!" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean that's I what mean, I think about, happened here, personally. Yeah, the thing that's tough about that is that Microsoft prides itself on being personable, having people like Larry Herb, who is like interacting with first-party studios, and you know, he always talks about how most of his job is going to studios and talking about their game and figuring out how best to um, market it and give them the resources they need and stuff. So you just want you want that to be true, um, you know. Ultimately, I like elements of the fact that Microsoft doesn't butt into a lot of creativity elements of studios and lets them do their thing. We've seen that exemplified with things like Pentiment and um, mm -hmm. what was the other one that came out recently? Passion Project. Oh, Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, yeah. Um, God. You know, like, it's not, it's not like there aren't really good things coming out of their studios. Um, it's just, it's yeah. just not sony and it's not it's even not nintendo you know what i mean like yeah um you know so it's yep. it's just a it's a hard thing to like it's a hard you can't really defend it in a lot of ways and you do wonder if there's something especially with like the halo infinite management team all pretty much <laughs> dropping like you wonder if there is some systematic problem <clears throat> you know a little bit yep one twenty-two, one twenty-two and an eight one twenty-two and an eight you know what i mean I don't know. That's just such a. That's that's niche, right? That's from Ninja Turtles movie. That's from the first Ninja that's, Turtles movie. 
Is that I about just, pizza? What are yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, because that's the address of the sewer. One twenty-two oh, okay, nice. and an eight. Where's one twenty-two nice. and an eight? And Solid. he's like, "You're standing on it, dude." And then he, <laughs> he slips the, the pizza in between the grates. I'm sorry, I just like my soundboard. Um, is that the, is that from the '90s one? The yeah, that's a yeah, good one. yeah, the first one. Yeah, which to me is the totally. best one. Uh, that's the one. For sure. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, and then, I mean, you know, you know like. Yeah, there, there's definitely yeah, no good and bad with a hands-off approach. Um, there is. And, but, you know, you the know. other thing that I'll say, though, about Redfall is, and like you were saying, like, maybe it was from Jez Cord and hopefully, whatever. He does yeah. great stuff, regardless of whether he was talking about it. Um, uh, Redfall isn't, like, or, you know, Microsoft isn't the only person who is, or the only publisher who is experiencing these I think we've been in an incredibly transitional time or we're seeing the results of an incredibly transitional time in gaming where, you know, these big, these big, um, con- persistent experiences like Fortnite, like, like, you know, there's tons of endless examples of them, but these ongoing games or these updating games, um, the, the ones that were making money were making such bigger money than single player experiences or like typical triple A game experiences from before. Yeah. Other than outliers, like other than the outliers, like Call of Duty and all that kind of stuff, um, right? Rockstar games, yada yada. Third party uh, stuff, yeah, yeah. But like you know, there was these examples about probably like eight eight years ago, seven eight years ago, of these games that were making so much money. You know, probably three to five times as much as as normal games, maybe more than that. Like mm-hmm. on these games of service things, on microtransactions, which was the, all the talk. You know, yeah. in 2015, 2016. And so all of these studios like Bioware, uh, uh, why am I blanking? Um, like Capcom? any game, Capcom, all these first party or all these studios that are known for making Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers. Yeah, there you go. I was going to say, uh, what's Rocksteady is what I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Rocksteady. The, all these games, all these game makers that were known for making these phenomenal, the top of the line last gen games, uh, Arkham, you know, Mass Effect series, uh, even Bethesda with uh, the 76 and stuff, yeah, you know, started trying to incorporate these games as a service elements. And I think they all just missed the mark. I think they were all probably pressured by the money people. Um, always are. Always are. Always are. And, <laughs> you know, they just wanted to slice that pie. And yeah. didn't didn't think about the thing, but the thing about game development is once you go down that road, you have to kind of you can't just scrap everything, and, and maybe you even do, and then you try and fix it, like with Suicide Squad, and it just uh, I think we're we're coming to this place of all these game studios having that learning curve yeah. and failing, frankly, you know, and it yeah. just sucks because games take so long to build now that it's like all there's like a decade of of all of these things like Marvel's Avengers and things like that, but that just weren't what we want. And we could have been getting yep. amazing single player story games or whatever from those ga- uh, companies, you know? So, yeah. And I think that there's like a, almost a level of fatigue with gamers right now where we're just like, <sighs> you look at uh suicide squad and then you see that same fucking game loop from every one of these service games. And everyone was just like, nah, man, Nah, nah, man. Just, I'm why sick is it all of this. this purple stuff and yeah, no, battle pass? I don't pass care and... about a battle pass. I don't care about currencies. And like, look at that UI. You know, it's like, fuck. What are yeah, we doing, yeah. man? 
And it's like every game Again, is ch- chasing that same money ball, you know? And it's like, it's the people that are going to spend that money, they're already spending that money on the game of choice that they want. They're not going to jump Again, ship to th- another game unless it's really incredible. And you d- essentially, it's a roll of the fucking dice. Will it work? Oh. Will it work they, the way they want it to? And it's just not working. It's not working. Games are shutting down. Knockout City yeah. is over. Fucking what was the yeah. what was the wrestling one? Rumble Rumbleverse. Rumbleverse yeah, yeah. down. Yeah. Fucking even the Smash Bros clone, uh Multiverses. They're like, "Oh, yeah. that was just a beta. We'll be back later with the real version." And it just feels <laughs> so like, "No, you dude, we understand that it didn't work out and you're backing out and like who knows if you yeah, come yeah. back with Multiverses again." It's just happening. Yeah. yeah. Over and over again right now. And again, this comes from uh, we at the beginning of this podcast. We both talked about playing Fortnite. After all these years, it's still going and it's still good, and the content is new and consistent. But that has Epic Games, which is one of the biggest companies in the world behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and they built it from nothing. You remember it was it was garbage when it first came out. It yeah. was a different mode, a different game entirely, and it's been slowly building. So, you know, yep. I, it's like. People need to come at it of like, oh, let's just make a good, solid game. Right. First first and foremost. Fun loop. Fun stuff. And then we just build. And if it gets a following, then you build on it. Then you exactly. build, you have teams of just constantly building cosmetics and, you know, updates and that type of stuff. But it's like this, this like, we're going to make a big, giant thing. And then, you know... It's yeah, not giant just, if no one comes and plays it. You know what I mean? No. Or um, or you release it in such a state or what feels like an unfinished game to the point where people are just like, I ain't playing that. And then they'll never play it. It, do, it doesn't matter how fixed it gets or how it improves. Yeah. Like there is a big percentage of gamers that will not go back to Redfall. That will not even try Sea of Thieves even with a Game Pass account. When I, whereas I know that game is fun and totally worth everyone's time, but it's that it's like almost like video games have a first impression, like expiration date. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. And then it's just dead forever. It really is, unless yeah. you just have a massive fan base. You know, again, like uh, Fortnite, they just played all the right cards at the right time. You know, they got all the kids on there. All the kids were on whatever social media sharing clips of Fortnite. And then the the, the orange kid did the dance. And the, you know what I mean? Like everything, all yeah. those cards fell into place over time. But you can't just and like real quick, come out the door like that, you know? Totally. And real quick on that point, OXO Cherry OXO in the chat says, um, you know, they rely on uh, trends and pop culture things and elements to, to, and sources of constantly yeah. evolving seasons and stuff but i'm not just talking about fortnite i guess what the why why i said we started this podcast talking about that is that what i'm saying is it can work but not but like not every person has sorry my camera's unfocusing um not every game can be that no people don't have enough time to to do that with every game um and that it's kind of these big uh, it's a company that has to have the resources to continue it and put it behind it and there's always going to be struggles and downtimes and they have to have the money to back those times like you know apex there's plenty of other examples apex legends destiny yeah you know even something like world of warcraft um 
you know, even Call of Duty, right, is like, again, but there's so much money behind those games. So it's like... There's a lot of um, money, but they also... People have roots with those games. You know, Destiny this yeah. is the second iteration of Destiny. But, like, it's also a good yeah. game with a great loop, and people love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just seems and, like the, the games that are hitting and keeping people to play them are, like, good games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they, they didn't and exist just to be a money grab, essentially. Yeah. Or just to be that service model of thing. Like, they didn't necessarily set out to be that. There was a fan base, and there was people who were hungry for more of them, and so they were able to deliver more of them through shifting their business model. Um, the, you know, the, when you look at things like uh, Avengers or um, Fallout 76 or Anthem, the problem was is that that fan base who are coming to those studios because of their fandom of their previous games aren't coming to those games for what those games are delivering. Like, you don't go to Fallout just to build a settlement necessarily and uh, run through with friends and kill random things. You go because it's incredibly deep, immersive storytelling. It's like a lonely but exhilarating and sometimes horrifying and really like amazing explorative experience yeah and so the fact that that game comes out and there's no npcs and there's no story really and you're like like, what is what like it's just a big world a pretty world but it's empty and glitchy and content light um and you know avengers is now it's a good game (laughs) although it has problems but yeah totally avengers you know we just had Marvel yeah. Spider-Man right before then, which is like one of the best superhero games of all time. And then you're so excited to play the Avengers and it all just feels half-baked and the enemies are samey and it's just a bunch of purple orbs and robots. Yeah. And you're like, this isn't what we're doing, you know? I don't know. Yeah, see, I'm kind of a unique gamer. And like Mr. Hawks was saying, like, hey, some people do like Fallout 76 and the things you were describing. You want to go, like, shoot monsters with your friends and build settlements? I'm like... I, I like that, but <laughs> that's why I bought it at release. But yeah, okay. no, I mean, and uh, like, and yes, maybe 76 does have a really strong community now and it's still totally. doing its thing. But the point, the point remains that like something's happening with game dev that's not working for a lot of these games um, to the point where like, I think the... I think the plan for these games that, are, that you know, when people are putting together service games or whatever it is their plan is, they need to adjust that where the game itself needs to be kind of new in a way, you know, but yep. also just be fun. And it can't just be like another version of the same fucking game because it works for another game. I think like... Yeah, totally. Everyone needs to take that on the chin and really, like, reflect on that. But at the same time, we're just, like, dudes sitting here talking about this. And, again, like I said earlier, game development is hard. They need to figure out how to make that money. Uh, and, and, and devs, they're trying to make these games fun. And this is kind of oh yeah, no one's no one's out there to screw you specifically, no. not especially not at the dev level. Maybe at the at the uh, at the publisher level or in some ways, <laughs> the but, advertisers you know. or the marketing. Sure, they're they're the scummiest people and on the planet besides like maybe lawyers, right? Isn't that an old <laughs> old joke? Yeah, go knights. That's right. Uh, I think we just scored. I heard Joy screaming from downstairs. Um, oh, nice. But look, that leads us into our next little bit that I want to talk about, and that's just like the toxicity of the gaming community in general. Um, but totally. Just a cl- closing thoughts for Microsoft uh, before we jump right into that, though. It's like, okay, 
there's games coming out mostly in like the smaller indie kind of uh space we're hitting we just want that cool triple a title i'm looking forward to starfield i hope that works and i just Absolutely. I, I just i want it all to work out and i it, at least from my point of view i'm looking forward to the showcase as well as the starfield direct i think that me too Microsoft will come around eventually. It's just that, like, it just isn't panning out. And this generation, like, years are going by now where, like, people are starting to say they're regretting buying Series X. And that's a bad look for Microsoft. So they need to buckle down and figure this shit out. And I know that whenever we go over that hump, a bunch of games will come out. But I'm kind of getting sick and tired of saying that over and over. Those, that's the end yeah. of my thoughts for Microsoft. Okay, yeah. real And real fast, I'll wrap mine up, too. I think... I echoing everything you said, I think you're completely on point, especially in the greater gaming culture. Um, however, I'll say that personally, I love my Series X. It's my main console. I have never felt starved for games. Um, so when I get a first party Xbox game that I can ru- uh, root for, like Hi-Fi Rush, um, like I'm assuming Starfield will be, even my time with Halo Infinite, um, I'm really excited for when more games started hit, hit, hitting i you yeah. know todd howard man he's one of my favorite game designers of all time i think starfield is going to be a good time i mean yeah. i hope it matches the performance that people want but personally i don't really go to bethesda games to be the most high-tech thing necessarily that way i just want an incredibly immersive world and an explorative amazing long replayable experience with cool intriguing stories and yeah. that kind of thing so hopefully we get that um and yeah all those stuff in the future for microsoft i'm excited about the showcase like you said yep i still think we're going to get some amazing things from them i think maybe our expectations need to change a little bit like hellblade is going to be really cool but weird the first hellblade was super weird like i that game is going to be weird you know what i mean yeah. like um Could be. uh benedict Fo- the last case of benedict fox just came out on game pass i'm excited to start that this weekend yeah talk uh, about it on the next episode Ravenlock is just came out too. There's a bunch of good stuff. Literally four hours ago, Ravenlock just dropped. So I want to try that as well. So we're getting so there is lots. To, there is lots to play. That's all I'm saying. Lots to play, and Game Pass is a gift that keeps get keep on keeps on giving. So they're nailing it there. But let's get those big triple A's, um, and yeah, let's, let's hope they it. fucking work. Um, God damn it, Redfall. Why? 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 Uh, okay, let's talk why? about shitty gamers really quick. Um, yeah. Number one, why are y'all so racist? Why the fuck are y'all so fucking racist out there playing uh, Call of Duty? Have you done the prox chat? It is ridiculous, bro. It is like the N-word this. I saw like, dude, I literally Absurd. saw in the chat one time, like you could see the chat scrolling when you're on the plane. Someone's like, press one if you hate Jews. I'm like, holy fuck what's happening. Like, gamers, you need to realize that you are, like, talking to human beings and that it's not funny, all right? Like, sure, be a dick. Say, like, hey, you, you suck my, my, my balls or whatever. Like, say shit like that. But, like, what the fuck is wrong with these kids, dude? Just, like, get your shit together. Number two, yeah. these devs are fucking human beings. The people who, yeah. as well as games journalists uh as well as podcasters you know what i mean like yep just because someone is affiliated with like one console because they like have the uh just because they have that enthusiasm for xbox or playstation or whatever it doesn't make them inherently a good or bad person 
why are you treating them like shit? You know what I mean? These people, yeah. like, it's their passion, it's their love, and you're just over here trying to tear them down for what? Just because, oh, they like the console, you don't? You know, I, I'm just, I'm getting sick and tired of it, personally. Um, yeah, this is this is uh, this is art and entertainment. It's not politics or <laughs> yeah, you right. know economics really in the same. You know, it's not these people aren't. You know, you could get this mad at like, you know, a utilities company that's fucking you <laughs> over, or you know, you could get this mad at the fact that yeah. yeah, like your internet company charges you out the ass and yet it never fucking works, or you know, like you, things God. that are essential to your, yeah, things that are essential to your well-being. Child, healthcare in this country is fucking absurd. I think oh, yeah. absolutely you have, you can be mad at those people. Um, There's some real problems. Yeah, and yet you still shouldn't make death threats on people ever. No, <laughs> you know? no, but, um, no. Or call them racist words or things like, you know, you still be kind, no. but like, but you can be furious. Um, uh, but this is, um, this is art, which you're allowed to be passionate about. I think uh it's a passion or passion's a weird word it's a it's something that a lot of people our generation and younger mm-hmm. who maybe haven't learned how to communicate the best or have grown up communicating over the internet and don't have the same level of respect for um internet personalities or things like that um haven't grown but up but still yeah but um <laughs> you just you just don't understand it really especially yeah. if it's something that you love so much you know i don't know right yeah, it really is that, like, I mean, I feel like you hit the nail on the head. It's like that political energy, you know, where it's like, yeah. Pe- look, human beings, we're tribal, okay? We're pack yeah. creatures, you know what I mean? So, like, if there's a banner, you want to be under that banner, you want to root for, uh, like, teams like the Las Vegas Lights, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe you want to root for a different team, right? And we like, want to like battle. Like the San Jose Sharks. There you go. Or the Golden Knights, baby. Um, go Knights, go. Uh, I've, it sounds like they're scoring a lot. Joy is screaming down there. Um, Woo! <laughs> but it's like there needs to be a limit, man. There needs to be a fucking limit. You got to know when you're taking it too far. And, you know, you, if you think you're so big and, and strong on Twitter saying like horrible shit to people you're not you're pathetic you're a piece of shit and be better and don't disrespect these people you know what i mean like they are doing their best you know and they're just going to work and doing their thing you know like without game devs we wouldn't have games at all and guess what you can't make a fucking game better than they can and no you can't you're not gonna get games if game if game devs are quitting because you're making their life a fucking living hell so i'm just i'm just sick and tired of it and i'm just yelling at the internet right now (laughs) yeah and personalities like i saw you know uh paris lily of the kind of funny x cast and spawn on me and all that kind of stuff um we're not spawn on me uh gamer tech radio thank you yeah oh yeah uh you were thinking um, cock and cook cock and cook cook. yeah overall (laughs) just seemingly good human being yeah. Uh, father, uh, you know, someone who's out there and putting himself out there yeah. to talk about. He's always in Twitter spaces. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's um, he's a nuanced character, right? And he's allowed to have his own opinions. He happens to skew Xbox heavy because of just his history with the console and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And it's like, but, you know, he was talking about all the hate he was getting and all the garbage that was being spit in the comments and stuff. We shouldn't not want to live in the comments. It's fun. It's like you and I have a really cool part of Twitter um, where we talk to people with like-minded or like, you know, 
like-minded uh, interests and things like yeah. that. And sometimes I have so much fun on Twitter in our little space, you know? So it oh, sucks yeah. when people have to feel like they're going to say a statement and just get fucking hate and garbage <laughs> thrown towards them, you know? If, if our space Thanks. got a, even a little bigger, like, it would start to become that, though. And that's kind of yeah. what I'm rallying against. It's like, be better, man. Be better. Yep. You know? You could be um, like... I'm, you could be like, I love a PS5, and you know, I don't like the Xbox. And I'll be like, well, that kind of sucks, but we're cool, whatever. Yeah. That's your opinion. You can you can say you can say Redfall didn't meet my expectations, and I'm bummed about it, or yeah. you know, I don't like this game, or yeah, I'm disappointed. Um, you know, you can you can say legitimate um, constructive criticisms like this game should. You know, we just we did a bunch of criticizing just now. But I would yeah. never say that those devs are shitty people or I yeah. mean, there might be some shitty people, but like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, but I'm just saying like, Blizzard. I would never come at them personally for that or yeah. I would never, uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, it's death, a, it's one no thing, death threats over a video game, man. What the fuck? Sure. It's one <laughs> thing if, you know, you feel like you wasted money on a thing or, you know, um, some corporate kind of bullshit and you end up paying the price for it or something like that yeah i understand why you might feel slighted by that but um just yeah, treat people well because there's no reason and you can go through the proper channels to to make a complaint if you want like there's nothing wrong with that you know yeah, get like, a refund i right I, I i bought a snowboard from a company that i love uh it broke the first time i wrote it uh for something that i felt like i shouldn't it shouldn't have broke i wrote a you know perfectly professional letter to those people and they sent me a new snowboard so like yeah yeah you know like you can do the right thing <laughs> like you know yeah. and, and still and then not harp on it on twitter and in fact now i think that company is still one of my favorite companies because they did the right thing and remedied it you know whatever yeah i think you're allowed to be mad about stuff and shit talk or whatever totally. but i just like what i don't like is the glee that i see in some people online when it's like, oh, Redfall came out and it was shitty. Perfect. I hate Xbox. And it's like, <laughs> oh, so you're just going to celebrate like someone's like fucking financial failure, essentially, uh, just you're because like, How do you, have time? You, you know, you belong <laughs> to the other club. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's the kind of shit that makes me sick because these people yeah. are going to work just like you every day, unless you're a ba basement dweller, like uh, Intel type. Sure. But they're just going to work. They're, they're doing their best. You know what I mean? And you shouldn't be, like, celebrating that kind of stuff. So, like, you know, do better, man. But, you know, of course, yeah. hold, hold people accountable. Like, that's fair. You'd be like, hey, Arcane, I'm not happy with this game. This game was crappy. You know what I mean? I expect more from Game Pass, blah, 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 blah. Like, you could at them and you could express your dissatisfaction. But, like, no one and should be can, happy about that. Yeah, and you could always, you know, like do the things that make people feel better and hear your criticisms in a better way. Like, mm -hmm. you know, sandwich it between compliments. Like, I absolutely love the Dishonored series. I think Prey was an amazing game. You make such amazing narrative, uh, like immersive sim games. Like, it's a shame that this is a departure from that. It's not really what we're coming to your studio for. Like, something yeah. like that, you know? Right. Um, yeah, don't just or, don't call like, them like the N word and like you know what I mean and yeah, like yeah. I don't know what the um, fucking assholes. <laughs> uh, just, it drives me crazy. I'm I'm, I'm stoked on all the uh, on all the. Uh, I just wanted to shout it out. Stoked mm -hmm. on all the discourse in the chat. Everyone's been really cool and respectful and talking talking about cool stuff. And I think everyone's on the same page. So that's really cool. We are yeah. a small podcast that is sl trying to slowly grow and 
I hope that we will foster a positive and uh, respectful community as that happens. And it's something that we're going to try yeah. painstakingly to, to curate. And, uh, you know, so I'll just also shout out one of our major influences. And one of the reasons that you and I are friends yeah. is the kind of funny best friend crew and all of that. And uh, I love that this part of that part of the internet and part of this community because of the attention to detail on all that on treating people with kindness and yeah so yeah, yeah it's great be an extension of that great uh like typically kind of funny best friends are uh, just like it's a great community full of people who have like like insightful thoughts and we can have like essentially debates about stuff and not get all scared you know mad at each other and um you know it's just just like you said, people aren't growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, just grow fuck sure. up. You should be able to have a conversation with someone, disagree with them, talk about why you disagree, but still be able to get on with them. You know, as simple as that. In, unless it's something of your core beliefs, like they're a bad person. You know what I mean? Like, you're just like, well, you're just a bad person. I don't <laughs> like you because you're a bad person. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, like, and I'm not really going to get political, but my family and I aren't really politically the same, you know, and they mm. say some shit that I'm just like, well, I do not agree with that, but I still yeah. love them and I could still hang out with them and I still respect them and they respect me. And, you know, I feel like everyone could be that way. Uh, and I just, I just want everyone to get along, man. Um, and I don't want people to be out there like, you know, just so happy when someone fails. Cause that's just, unless, yeah. unless, dude, unless this is a race, like unless I'm physically racing you and you know what I mean? <laughs> Fine. Do that. But it's just like, yeah, chill the fuck out, man. <laughs> be cool. Uh, and, and, and to be fair, like competition is cool. Like I, I, that's okay. Like, you know, healthy competition, but any sports person, any professional athlete, well, for the most part, maybe unless you're like Alan I Iverson or something, um, <laughs> Tara Lowens is gonna is going to look at their opponent that they, that they just lost to or whatever and they're for the most part going to shake their hand and say yeah. you know maybe they're hot in the moment but they're for sure going to come down later and say hey they played a great game they beat us whatever yeah um so yeah i don't know just that in that in the spirit of that that's cool but uh yeah ha- hashtag but yeah you know th- i'm sorry hashtag ahead. what hashtag positive gaming just remember that Love put it. that shit out there every Love time it. you you know, every time you think about something, just do the hashtag, spread the positivity, because I feel like the gaming community is just very toxic and very, like, you know, uh, combative about everything. So, you know, I just also, I would like everybody to be cool. That's all I'm really also trying to say Also, sometimes, you know, yeah, sometimes, you know, I think a lot of the reasons that people lash out in spaces like this is because they think that they're going to get attention by doing so. Yeah. But I'll say that anytime that I've ever reached out to a personality on Twitter, you know, someone who is quote unquote internet famous or even actually famous. Um, yeah. uh, every time I've reached out with something like a positive, sincere, sincere, um, personal, personal or personable, like, um, uh, whether it's a memory or like an experience I had with their stuff. Um, I've usually gotten a response, sometimes a DM, sometimes I've become mm. like actually like directly connected to that person and that is such a good feeling. Like yeah. I, uh, I I um do you know who Raffi is? <laughs> yeah, I do know who Raffi is. The the, chil- the children's musician? Yeah. Um banana phone. I t- I, tweet- I tweeted about having a kid and how my first concert ever was a Raffi concert when I was 3 Aww. years old in Boston in Boston, Massachusetts and I tweeted at him 
um, with a picture of the tickets that my parents still had for it. Um, yeah. And, and I, you know, it was just a good memory as I was about to become a father. And he retweeted it. And then I was able, Aww. you know, like, that's, that's so cool, man. Like, that makes you feel so good. You're like, oh, my God, someone who was a part of my life in a, in a certain way just interacted with me in a certain way. That's, that's going to make you feel so much cooler and so much better if, you know, I don't know, an Xbox game dev, like, retweets you or likes your comment or something like that. You know what I mean? Then, like... Yeah, man. Then getting blocked by some internet personality, <laughs> probably. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, like, you know, the game dev... This is the last thing I'm going to say on this. Like, you know, the... I forget his name exactly because he's a Japanese guy, but the one, the guy who makes all those... Uh, uh, Beat 'em up games, uh, Kasuga something something. Fuck. Uh, what's the one where the witch chick has a gun feet? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Bayonetta. What's that? Um, uh, it's a fucking dev. What's the name of the dev at least? Do you remember? Uh, oh, oh well, it's uh, actually I don't know. Who ex- oh my god. Anyway, they got oh, that that guy. That guy apparently Kamiya. That's his name. It's Kamiya. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He'll yeah. block you, just cause. So that's more of an honor. <laughs> that's more of an honor. I think it's Kamiya. I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, point is, be cool. Let's all be cool. Let's all have fun. Let's all respect each other. And video games are cool, you know? Yeah. We'll stick to that. And uh, That was a really fun conversation. Hideki Kamiya, thank you so much, Mr. Hawks. At least I remembered his last name uh, on my own. I digress, man. Uh, I'm just looking forward to this year and all the cool games we're gonna get. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know about mo- uh, movies. I feel like movies are kind of slouching a little. We got some cool ones, but in the game space, Dune Two, Oppenheimer oh, yeah. is gonna come out. Christopher Nolan, pretty excited. Nah, about I that. guess we do have some cool ones. Yeah, I'm just thinking more like Marvel. I just don't care anymore. Yeah, I'm fat- we know we're yeah, fatigued on all that shit. Uh, but anyway, we don't need to spiral into another conversation. No, um, it's been a long one, anyways. <laughs> but this is a great conversation. Uh, thanks yeah, to fun one to have with you. Thanks for everyone watching live on twitch.tv slash neon pocket dimension, where you can watch the show live typically on a Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, if my mics work, I got the new drivers on the computer, it'll work. Um, it's all good. Hey, but you know, you want to watch this shit later? You go to youtube.com slash at symbol odd valley studios you'll find this plenty of other things as well they got five minute gamer on there i got four episodes there doing that stuff with the homie steven singer bro from uh great episode this, great two episodes this week check it out thank you very much uh i watched them today just to make sure it looked good and uh, i was laughing so check those out me too uh we also got odd valley podcast on there uh 70 episodes uh, we got a wow. new, new episode coming like later this month, I, I believe at the end of the month or something like that, uh, where we get, we drink and we get fucked up and you can get fuck, fucked up with us, uh, during the episode. It's well. always, it's always hilarious. Uh, joy. Who's a co-host on there. It's just a delight. And, uh, I think you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy yourself if you go check it out. Long live mochi squeeze. Uh, let's yeah. jump in to our endorsements. What are you yeah. endorsing? For I this also week? just. Uh, oh. I also just wanted to say really fast, uh, oh, yeah. just, you know, little plugs here and there. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime, Amazon, or you have Twitch Prime Gaming, uh, you could give us a sub if you want, and it's uh, free. It doesn't cost you anything other than your Prime subscription that you already pay for, and we get money for whatever because we are now Twitch affiliates. 
I don't know. You don't have to do that. We're I know we're just putting out little bits of comment content like that. So we're never going to ask you for your money yet until we're doing more stuff. But for now, that's a cool way to give us money if you want to. So, but know. we got some cool emotes. That's we have cool emails point. that I made emotes. and whatever. We do game streams There's regularly that, you know, this uh, between this and Odd Valley and you're, you're streaming, we're doing we're doing kind of a lot for a couple of people with full-time jobs who are just doing this as a passion. So it's fun. It's a good time. But yeah. Um, uh, hell yeah. But endorsements. But endorsements. I am going hell to yeah. endorse. Hmm. Uh, do, 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 I, mean, I had something for this. I never have anything to endorse. Did I, I did, legitimately, did I ever endorse this? Hmm. Anticipation. He's going to get something. Legos. Oh, I don't think he did. Have ever endorsed Legos? Well, there's got. Hold on, I gotta move my mic. I gotta move my mic. That's okay. That's all right. Wow, is that the I Falcon? Got, nice. That's the Falcon. I got Scott Pilgrim stuff on it. Let me move that. That's Millennium okay. Falcon. See, and then it opens up. Check it out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got an interior. You got the interior in here. It's pretty cool. Lux interior. But you got awesome. you got to build it yourself. So go go out there, buy like expensive Lego sets, and have a good time with it. God, I can't wait till my girl gets to the age where we can play with Legos together. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, I'm going to. <laughs> dang it! I legitimately <laughs> had a good endorsement that I thought about before and everything and i'm just really tired I, you know i'm gonna start a know. note on my phone that's just endorsements that i could just draw from because i always yeah. forget it's usually a oh, restaurant okay. yeah i feel it you know what i'm gonna endorse uh, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. oh yeah let's do this uh this is what it was i'm going to endorse another youtube channel which is like you know maybe kind of interesting because you know, everyone only has so much time, and so that I mean, you might go watch their stuff, and then you don't watch our stuff as much. So maybe it's a bad idea. But um, mm. we are going to have a guest from one of them on, hopefully this month. I think uh, it's in talks. I don't want to speak ahead of turn, but um, I'm going to endorse the YouTube channel Simply Sassy. It is mm. a another group of kind of funny best friends. Uh, PJ Woodward, uh, Al Al the Predator Tribesman on there. Uh, there's another guy named Gage, which freaks me out. Whoa. Uh, Another gauge? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, uh, who's oh Ben? Please be excited is on there. Are as you well. serious? Yeah, it's the whole crew, man. It's, the Ben, um, please be excited. Holy they shit! They do the uh, not KFAF Photoshop challenge, which I have submitted to before. Yeah. <laughs> um, they uh, they're just doing it. They're kind of like the next level up from what we're doing right now, and like Whoa. um. You know, not to like whatever. They're, I'm just saying they're, they they're doing Rahul similar. They have episode. Look at these guys. They did. They, they have a podcast called Out of Our League, and they, they try and get some guests on there. Shoot nice. your shot, you know. But anyways, I believe um, we're going to have one of their co-hosts on our podcast to talk about Marvel Snap and doing digital art and stuff like that. So that'll be cool. Stay tuned to that. That's it's exciting. And this channel's cool, man. I like their art and stuff, so. Looks like a good. They're doing time. great stuff. I'm. I'm. Uh, yes, good stuff. Hmm. Nice. Cool, Woo. man. Um, and usually I like end these episodes with some crazy ass question, but uh, you know. Oh, Mr. Hawks, you want to you, you shout out your endorsement in the chat? Who? You, where, what's your channel? Whatever. Go ahead, promote yourself. That's all right. <laughs> Just Mr. Underscore Hawks one eighty two. Check him out on uh, Twitter or Twitch. 
Sure. You know? He he be streaming. He's got his own email. He's got his own email too. So that's cool. I actually met this guy in person at a soccer game here. It was a cool cool guy. Cool guy right here. Oh hell yeah. Cool guy. Friend Good of the show. You. We'll get him on. We'll get you on here one time. We'll talk. Come on down. Hell yeah. More fucking, guests the merrier. Let's do a soccer episode or football. I'm, I don't know. Football. Is, yes. Am I pissing people off? Football. Um, it's all. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna ask you one question to lead us out. Okay. All right. If all you right. were a Pokemon. Which Pokemon would you be? Mm. And it's got to be Gen 1 because I don't know any other one, uh, Gens. Of course. I would be a... Uh, I would be... <laughs> I, would be I a don't know. Ape. I don't... He said we're in America at soccer. Okay. I don't know. I just... I feel like I'm always pissing everyone off. Go ahead. Wait, what Pokemon it's are the, you? It's the sport where you kick the ball <laughs> with your foot and occasionally your head. Um, you could touch the ball with your dick, just not your you hands. Can. Just not yeah. your hands. Uh, I would be a prime ape. Ooh, I like that. Not really that exciting. I just think it'd be, it, you know, it's similar to my current existence, and yet I could probably use my tail to hop around. Plus, I'd have those big old boxing gloves. That, that is fun. That is pretty cool. Um, I feel like I'd be a better manky because I'm so angry, but I feel like oh, I have nice. the energy of a Psyduck because I'm just, like, stressed out. <laughs> And, uh, you know, prone yeah. to, like, freaking out sometimes. You know what I mean? But also kind of low-key and chill, like, you know. But also very cerebral, you know, because Psyduck's... Ah, that's true. Psyduck's very, uh, you know, he's got the mind, the power of the mind. <laughs> so there you go. Good, good question and good <laughs> podcast overall. Yeah, I had a great time, Gage. Uh, great conversation. And if, if, if we were to give any kind of message overall this whole episode, it's just... Just be be cool out there, man. Be nice, and uh, just you know, look forward to the future. R e s p e c t, baby. Heck yeah! All right, we'll see you next time on the the podcast next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, goodbye.